Today on CityCast Boise, it's my favorite day of the year. Frankie Barnhill takes the wheel today to grill me about Boise Halloween memories. We're talking Harrison versus Warm Springs candy halls, a creepy downtown funeral parlor, corn mazes, and why I got arrested at the Crazy Horse in 1994. It's Monday, October 31st, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Emma, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, Frankie. I love Halloween so much, and I know you do too. Um, and I really wanted to talk to you because I did not grow up in Boise, so I don't have memories of Halloween as a kid. And, you know, Halloween is really for the kids and the adults who still like to, you know, enjoy it like us. But <laughs> I want to know, what was Halloween like here in Boise? So tell me your first your first memory of Halloween in Boise. So I moved here when I was nine. And it just the timing of it just so happened to be that uh, my first day of school in Maple Grove Elementary uh, was on Halloween, which if you're a parent, (laughs) don't do that to your child. It was very stressful. It was not the greatest thing. And I think it just happened that way. It happened to be like a Monday or whatever. What year was this? 1989. Okay, 1989, October 31st. Maple Grove Elementary. Yeah, Maple Grove (laughs) Elementary. Little Emma Arnold uh, starting fourth grade at her new school in her new city. Okay. And I wanted to be a witch. But leading up to that, my my parents, you know, they were moving and we had there's five kids in this house. So they were like scrambling around. They couldn't get a costume together for me. My mom was like, you can go as a clown like you did last year. And I was like, I'm not going to start out my first year of fourth grade at my new school as a clown. Absolutely not. We got into a huge argument. And so I ended up just deciding I would be like a punk rocker. And I modeled this costume like with some of my sister's clothes and my own and some makeup and some hair spray uh, as like a punk rocker. Billy Idol is a kind of like, and what you have to All understand right. about yep. this costume is that I already had it kind of built in because in 1989, Frankie, I had a mullet with a rat tail <laughs> was the haircut that I had. Oh, okay. This <laughs> yeah. was, you were ready to go. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah. I was prepared. Um, yeah, I used to, I had like spikes and very like kind of long in the back, but then a very long rat tail. It was very, it oh, was very wow. in, uh, it, was, it pretty, was pretty popular haircut back then. Very trendy. Um, and so I Spray painted, I think my spray painted my hair like blue and red, spiked it up, um, put on like eyeliner and some like makeup. And I had like fingerless gloves and like ripped jeans. I did a whole punk rocker thing. So then I go to school for the first day and I I look like a little boy. I look like a boy. So everybody assumes I'm a boy. And I don't know if this was, you know, young gender bending for me. I pretended to be a boy sure. a lot actually as a child. I remember thinking it would be funny to pretend to be a boy on my first day and then later be like, haha. It was a joke. It's yeah. Early joke. Yeah. Early joke. Yeah. Early <laughs> yeah. bit I was doing. And yeah. as successful as most of my bits now. And uh, so like the teacher knew I was a girl because she had my, you know, my paperwork and stuff. But at recess, I just told everybody my name was Dylan and that I was a boy. And I just pretended to be a boy. And then the next day, no, like I was dressed in my normal clothes, which was jeans and a t-shirt. And right. everybody was like, you're still a boy. Nobody called me on it. And I just kind of was like, I wonder how long I could get away with this. So I just continued to pretend to be a boy. And I don't know how long it went, like weeks or months. But then eventually one day I was in the girl's bathroom and some girls were like, wait, you can't be in here. And I was like, oh, I'm actually a girl. And everybody, 
everybody was like, okay, that's very, a very weird thing to do to just like come to a new school. So I had gone from like the, when I was first at school, I was pretty popular, like my first few weeks and like everybody's like fighting. Yeah. New kids standing, you know, I came from the exotic Caldwell and uh, you know, (laughs) everybody was like, oh, she's from somewhere else or he's from somewhere else. And everybody's like fighting to stand next to me and wanting to be my friend. Then after that, I was like very definitely ostracized and like bumped down and, you know, the social network and uh, strata. Yeah, I totally totally got and everybody like after that, I like wasn't popular, didn't have a lot of friends. But then uh, and I kind of became like who I always have been at heart is one of the weird kids. Right. Like so I became like one of the weird kids, a little ostracized, didn't get to hang out with very many people, had some good friends who were also weird kids. Uh, But then the next year in fifth grade, um at on halloween right before halloween i thought there were some girls who were hogging uh the sandbox which was mm-hmm. a big thing at maple grove elementary that we had a huge sandbox and they you, they wouldn't let anybody but like the cool kids come and hang out in the sandbox so i thought it would be really funny to do this halloween prank uh where i took uh paper towels from the bathroom and i made them look like parchment do you remember doing that as like i don't know if you did it yes. in other places yeah we yes. i made it look like parchment and i burned the edges and then with oh, a yeah. red marker with like really creepy writing that looked like blood i Super wrote old yeah 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 uh-huh. yeah i made it look like old i wrote letters that were like uh, they were supposed to be from Freddy Krueger. I signed them from Freddy Krueger, which I was very <laughs> sheltered. I didn't actually know who that was. It was just something people talked about as being scary. So I was just like, you yeah. You haven't seen the movie. You're no, I wasn't like, allowed oh, to watch Freddy anything Krueger. even remotely <laughs> close to that. So I sa- I wrote all these letters like, I'm coming to get you if you don't share the sandbox, you know, like all these scary <laughs> things. And I hid them in the sand. So that, And then the next day... Uh, all these young kids, all these girls found these notes and were, of course, terrified because they were like very graphic, like, I'm coming to eat your bones. I'm Freddy Krueger. Share the sandbox. And uh, they like <laughs> called an, as- an assembly of all the fifth and sixth graders. And they were like, whoever wrote these notes, we're going to find you. These oh are so gosh. unacceptable. You're threatening. And like the girls were like crying and the teacher was uh, like comforting them. And I was like, this is supposed to be funny. <laughs> I was like, oh no. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> it was everybody. a bit. It's just a bit. Yeah. And I uh, I ended up confessing because uh, they were like, going to take away privileges or something until somebody confessed. And so I ended up confessing. And the funny thing is, is nobody would believe I did it. Oh. Everybody was like, we think you're just confessing to like, you know, cover for someone. And I was like, no, I definitely did. And they were like, there's no way. You're such a quiet kid. And I was like, well, <laughs> No, who's the real Freddy Krueger? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm Freddy Krueger. So, so yeah, that was my elementary school, and of course, I always loved the Halloween parade. Yes, you know, like you would dress up, you would march through each other's classes. I feel like that's such an amazing tradition. I don't know that a lot of schools still do that, but I love that tradition. I think it's so fun and so special. Oh, it's so fun. You're right. Okay, of course, trick or treating though. Uh, what was the place to be in Boise? Where did you trick or treat in like, yeah, the the 90s? What was the the spot? Well, I know everybody's going to say Harrison. I know most people will be like Harrison always. But when I was a teenager and a kid, we didn't do Harrison because it was so packed. And still, okay. a lot of times we skip sure. Harrison just because it's so packed. Yeah. And because when we were teenagers, we were like, because it's so busy, they don't hand out big candy. So we would hit a couple places, but our big our place for like big fancy um, trick or treating was Warm Springs. Okay. We would go down, sure. and that was you know the houses are huge, people have yeah. tons of money. The rumor always was that they handed out full size candy bars. Not true. If you want a full size candy bar, a candy bar, 
you go to the trailer parks on in West Boise because I'm telling you, yeah, trailer trailer park people, poor people, my people, we hand out good candy. Uh, the rich people in Warm Springs. I did it two years in a row as a teenager. Not that great of a haul. So, but one year we were doing it, and I was with a big group of like, you know, I hung out with kind of like uh, the rougher kids a lot of times, and there was a bunch of us, and we were trick or treating. But some of the boys we were with were doing like naughty stuff, right? Like you know, kicking pumpkins and you know, being <laughs> being the jerks basically. Yeah, right. And we got up to this really big fancy house on Warm Springs, and one of the boys I was with thought it would be really funny as the owner opened the door to light an m80 and like throw it behind us and then pretend that we'd been shot so that's again oh not a great yeah, bit yeah. not a good bit <laughs> but he so he went to do this and he lit the m80 and it blew up in his hand uh-huh. and when the sure. owner opened the door it went kaboom and then he started screaming and blood was running oh, down his hand my god like it was horrible and he was screaming and holding it out and for a second i think the own the owners it was a husband and a wife thought that it was like a bit and they kind of were like haha whoa good costume crazy costume yeah but then the, he, the kid just like fell to the ground and was screaming and screaming and um the husband ran over told told his wife call 911 ran over grabbed the kid like bound his arm and it turned out he was a surgeon oh my gosh yeah and was able later but this kid told us at school was probably saved his hand because he was a surgeon and knew exactly what to do i mean we were all just standing there and shut in shock and screaming and crying and stuff. And um, but the surgeon, like he grabbed me and he was like, here, put pressure here and hold him and probably saved this kid's hand. So that was pretty exciting that year. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) But usually, typically, we would do the more like go trick or treating and like break into an abandoned house and smoke pot and, you know, do all the the bad kid stuff. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The things that we did in the 90s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unsupervised. Nobody was nobody was parenting us. We were yeah. just out. <laughs> it's running wild. Yeah. Um, was there like a certain house that people would go into or like other haunted places that people would go to in Boise to try to scare each other? Yeah. So a lot of us would we would use a lot of times on Halloween dare each other to do the cemeteries. Right. We would do Morris sure. Hill. We would walk through the cemetery or we would go and like dare each other to like lay on a grave, you right. know, and, you right. know, like really scary stuff. Um, we also – I never did this, but uh, the rumor was that people would break into Gibson's funeral home. Oh, um, okay, which is in – was in downtown yeah. and is no longer there. It's like right across from Flying M. Uh, yeah. We talked about this on a recent podcast. And, yeah, now it's a, an apartment building. So people who maybe weren't around in the 90s and the 2000s didn't know that that was <laughs> – the Gibson Apartments used to be the Gibson yeah. funeral home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which was a really cool building and uh, – the one and this isn't rumor one of the windows you could open and people would went in there all the time like from the time i was uh, a teenager people would always break in there and take pictures and stuff because it was a really cool spot but that was like what that was like the really cool kid thing to do was to go down and like break into gibson's and take a bunch you know i don't know if we took a bunch of pictures back then but you know to like get get really scared and say that you saw stuff i never had i never had the audacity to do that uh there was an old abandoned house um up by Hillcrest uh, Golf Course. Okay. And and me and my friends would trick-or-treat usually like in the bench area um, if we couldn't get a ride to like Warm Springs or something. And then we would walk up and hang out in that house and there would be a bunch of people like smoking weed and kind of partying. And then ev- inevitably the cops would come and we'd all run away. So <laughs> very 90s. <laughs> Um, did you ever, I mean, you, you told us about when you were younger, like elementary age, did you ever get in trouble as a teenager around Halloween? Yeah, I mean... 
probably more than once, but when I was asking my mom about like uh, Halloween memories, she was like, um, well, you could talk about the time you got arrested at the Crazy Horse. <laughs> um, I had gone to a show with some friends. I was, pro- I mean, I was probably 14, I think, uh, maybe 13. And we had gone, we had gone to see this show. I don't remember who it was. Probably the the Mosquitoes, <laughs> knowing Boise. Okay, yeah, because for people who don't know, the Crazy Horse was this bar on Maine that closed several years ago now. And yeah, they it's had been like, a lot of things since then. Yeah, uh, right, right. It continued to like always evolve, right? But uh, back then, so they had like yeah shows. Sometimes all ages punk venue. Although we were able to get in. We snuck in a lot of times, even though we were underage. Um, and I was there for a show, and I was out front making out with a boy. And he was dressed as Santa, and <laughs> I was dressed as a farmer. And I had the top <laughs> down on my overalls. Like, that was the style in the 90s. Oh, you wore your top yeah. on your overalls flipped down. Sure. And um, and the cops came, and uh, they were kind of just breaking it up. Like, all right, it's after midnight. You guys got to go. And I got like sassy with the cop and was uh, being a jerk. And uh, he, uh, well, he was also kind of being a jerk because he was hassling me about having my the top down on my overalls and saying that it was indecent exposure, even though I had a tank top underneath. What? Yeah. And <laughs> okay. he was like hassling me about it. And so I got mouthy with him and they ended up arresting me and this poor Santa boy and taking us down and fingerprinting us, calling my parents in the middle of the night, which my parents were like very impressed. You know, they had to come down and get me and- <laughs> They were like super annoyed with me, not so much for getting in trouble, but because my dad worked for the city and he had to be like, hi, Keith, this is my kid, (laughs) you know, like very annoyed, mostly that I made him come in and see his coworkers. So yeah. Uh, But yeah, that was, I did get arrested. That was one of the couple times I got arrested around Halloween. (laughs) Oh, Emma, the onion, it just keeps peeling back. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's fast forward a little bit. As as an adult, uh, what do you, what do you think about Halloween now? What do you what do you do now? And uh, you know, what is what is the like quintessential Boise Halloween to you uh, as an adult now? Well, so I probably don't have the same Halloween experience as a lot of other people in Boise because I have had children my entire adult life. Like my, my Halloweens have always had to be like a kid's Halloween party and the corn maze. But uh, for me, the corn maze is a big piece of Halloween. Like my family goes every year. We bring everybody. That we, I have a huge family. So sometimes it's like 40 plus people. And I love doing the corn maze and like, you know, running around there and eating the donuts. That's like a quintessential yeah. adult. Which one do you go to? Linder Farms. Linder I love Farms, it out okay. there. And we pick a pumpkin. And I even even though my kids are older now, we still go. And I always really love just doing the corn maze. I feel like that's a very Boise thing to go do. And then, of course, also, like, you have very fun parties in Boise. Like, the balcony always throws a really – I've gone a couple times to the balcony. And they always have super fun parties. I know this Halloween on the day, uh, the Nurlux is doing something really fun, Femme Fon Follies. And I think that that seems like it's going to be a blast. I probably won't make it to it, but uh, that <laughs> seems fun and it sounds really cool. So uh, and then last year for Halloween, uh, we got married. We got married on Halloween. So well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that there's all these uh, these big moments in your life. You move to Boise on Halloween or your first day of school in ha- on Halloween and you get married on Halloween. You get arrested around Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I always like to do something special. <laughs> yeah, right. To honor the holiday. Yes. Yeah, to honor the holiday. Yeah. What do you think, Emma? Is 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 
Boise as cool for Halloween as it was back then in like the the 90s, early, early 2000s? Have we lost our edge or is there still like a lot of Halloween fun to be had today uh, for kids? I still I think there's still a lot of Halloween fun. I do think, you know, for better or worse, a lot of the stuff we were able to get up to because we were super unsupervised (laughs) as kids. Right. Uh, Like kids like I don't I could be wrong, but I don't think my kids are breaking into abandoned buildings and smoking pot on Halloween. You just might not know. But I (laughs) yeah, I probably have no idea. Um, But I do think partly that's, you know, uh, when I was a kid, it was sort of frowned upon to go trick-or-treating past age like 13. And I always told my told my kids like trick-or-treat until people like are like, no, you're a grown man. Get out of here. And I think we should just let everybody trick-or-treat, honestly. I think if it keeps people from breaking into funeral parlors, uh, <laughs> let's just let people walk around and get candy with costumes. Like I think trick-or-treating should be an all-ages event personally. I love that. I agree. Um, well, happy Halloween. Thank you so much. This was so much fun, Emma. Yes, thank you, Frankie. Happy Halloween. And before you head out, early voting continues through Friday. So if you haven't made your plan to vote, why not cross it off your list this week? And did you know that Boise uses geothermal energy around downtown in the East End? According to the Idaho Statesman, the city wants to expand this system to help get to their 100% clean energy goal in eight years. Check the show notes for more info on this story and on early voting. That's all for us ghosties today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate and review us, and don't forget to subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye!